This new Godzilla is unfriendly and he's going to destroy your country. There's nothing you can do about it. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the show. We are Just Another Movie Night. I am Scott. And I'm Joe. Yes, you are. And today is before and after reviews where we go see a brand new movie in the theater and give our thoughts before and after in spoiler-free tradition. <laughs> you can't see him, but his Look. arms are up like he's he's like doing the overly Italian thing, even though he's not at all Italian, where his arms are just up. We're so close, me and you. That we finish each other's burritos. See? Okay. Yeah. Uh, today is a special kind of day. Today we are talking about a movie and a man that doesn't need any introduction. Yeah, you're right. He, he doesn't, but we're going to introduce him anyway. The big man. The big man. The G man. Yep. Gojira. <laughs> Godzilla himself, in his 37th movie. Wow, is it 37? 33 from Toho, spanning from 1954 to now. Okay, and then you're counting the other ones. and You, well, have, you have to count Matthew Broderick's, even though you hate it. it. I did count it. I did count it. That technically is 37. Okay. Next year, we will have a 38th, another American film. Yes, we will. That's uh, Monarch, right? Is that what we're doing? Monarch? Monarch is a t TV show. Right now, it is the best time to be a fanboy of anything. Because <laughs> everybody has everything. You have a Chucky TV show. I do. Not only do we have a Godzilla coming from Toho, but we also have an American Godzilla film coming out next year, and a Godzilla TV show. Yeah. We've got some things to look forward to. Yeah, you have, not only do you have an Aliens movie coming out... As an Aliens fan, you have an yes. Aliens TV show directed and written by Noah Haley, uh, Noah Haley, and and I gotta say, that is awesome, and you should be fanning out. And also, the movie is directed by Fetty Alvarez, so we have some interesting things happening with our pop yeah. culture favorite things. I mean, we do. I mean, I can't get too excited because you know how I am. Like, I I don't want to cry and like get all disappointed. It seems like they're working on the roof. We're just going to have to push through it. <laughs> Fucking shit. They're on the roof right now. Like, How I, am I supposed to edit that out? You can't. They're, they're going to be banging away the whole they're time. They're on the roof? They are. They're next door on the roof doing some shit up there. Yep. That's what they're doing. So we're going to have to just push through and do the best we can. I mean, nobody cares. They all, they're all here to hear your voice anyways. <laughs> Who the hell is here to hear my voice? Our couple of listeners that we have. Oh, my God. You're going to have to push through the hammering. How did it just get heavy? For the love of God, can you stop the goddamn hammering? <laughs> You've been wanting to say that for the last 20 seconds. <laughs> I didn't even know it was a thing until just now. Yeah. Well, it was quiet for a bit, but yeah, they're, they're up there. So we got to just do the best we can. Anyway, so... Today, we are seeing Godzilla Minus One. Yes. Which is a very strange title. Is I don't it? know. I feel like it's strange. I don't understand why they named it that. So, uh, uh, each Godzilla, uh, like, from Toho, they release them all in, like, a time frame where they've named them after their emperor. The time, the era of their emperor is coming out, right? So, this new era is uh, Rewa? The Rewa era, because okay. their new emperor, I think, um, was throned in 2019. So all the movies, starting with Shin Godzilla, yes. and then there's three anime we're not going to talk about. Okay, we're not going to talk about Because those. I don't want to talk about them, because I'm not particularly the biggest fan of them, and whatever. But yeah, so this movie is called Minus One because the I think the indication of what they're trying to talk about is 
This is kind of a reboot of the 1954 classic that started it all. Okay. We're back to square one. But the reason in that original movie that the entire event that creates Godzilla is really talking about the after effects of the atomic bomb mm-hmm. dropping on uh, Hiroshima and Nagasaki. Mm-hmm. So basically what this movie is going to say is that they're already at square one. Okay, got it. But because they're already, re- you know, like they're already in a disaster, it could only get worse when Godzilla shows up. So it's minus one. Okay. So it, basically they're saying things are only getting worse. Okay. All right. Like if it wasn't enough that they're dealing with what they're dealing with, here yeah. comes a here comes the shit show. <laughs> the shit show. Yeah. Oh. So man. I think this movie is going to be even more of how much worse can it get for these people? Okay. So we're seeing this on Screen X, correct? So that's Regal. Our, our Regal has a like kind of like a surround picture. But it's like not like the IMAX where it like engulfs your whole head. It just shows the movie on the sides of the wall. Yeah, you basically it's uh, we just went to the sphere in Las Vegas and got to see what that experience was like having a room that's a complete circle around you of screen. And that's basically the next logical step from screen X. Screen X is just basically the side walls have extra screen. And some of these films have been shot where you can get more of a surrounding Mm -hmm. i particularly don't think it's necessary um we saw i think the one that looks the best is actually top gun Mm -hmm. where uh top gun you can see the side uh, of the airplanes kind of feeling like you're more in the cockpit that actually worked really well we also saw um the second avatar and I don't know if it successfully worked. I don't think it worked because I think that we didn't really care much for the movie as a movie. So we we're just like, eh, I'm not impressed by this situation. But it is cool. It is a really cool concept that Regal does. It's literally in like one theater. Um, and it it's just, I don't know. It's a, it's a couple more bucks. Like, isn't it extra to see yeah, the movie yeah, in that it's way? Yeah, it's an extra, but uh, because we're well, Regal Pass members, we mm-hmm. uh, it, it was only a few more bucks. Yeah. And I figured, I'm going to see Godzilla Destruction on the big screen. I might as well get that wraparound vision, that extra, you know, kind of style going on to it. I think it could be cool. Yeah, I think it's going to be cool. I'm excited to um, see it that way. I also, what I really excited about to see it in that theater anyways, was the picture is way crisper. The sound in that theater is incredible. Mm-hmm. It's also the, I think, isn't it the biggest theater that they have? Yeah, it's the biggest theater. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's, ba- when I saw that, I was like, I didn't even know it was going to be an option. So I was really excited to see that option be there. Yeah. So of course I had to grab it. I think it's a cool option, but I wish that they had buckets, you know, that like had Godzilla like coming out of the side of the bucket. Let's not talk about Regal not nailing their buckets or their drink holders or anything cool. Yeah. They're not a uh, Cinemark or whatever the hell. Everybody's getting a Cinemark badass. Cinemark is just freaking winning at life. They're just constantly nailing it. So uh, yeah, whatever. I- I'm just really happy that our theater got this movie at all because I think we saw Shin Godzilla in a crappy theater mm-hmm. because I wasn't even expecting to play in America. Yeah. I expected it to be a Fathom event, but to see that Toho has gotten a wide release in theaters for this movie really makes me They've happy. They've been around for so long. I'm so excited. Well, well, they, they actually um, started out in Japan, obviously, but now they're, they have Toho International, which now brings their pictures to other countries yeah which is really cool so i'm so happy for them that they like expanded and, because and this the, is their baby you yeah. know and the fact that they i guess get money off of the legendary version mm-hmm. and toho is the kings at saying screw you to anything they don't like mm-hmm. not only will they bury it but they will also make a movie where they show that character that thing getting destroyed which they did with the roland emmerich piece of crap Godzilla from the 90s. True. The American Godzilla, which we now just call him Zilla. <laughs> they say that that's not Godzilla. It's a giant iguana. It's, they call it Zilla. Oy. And in uh. Godzilla 
um, Tokyo SS, uh, SOS, I believe. I uh-huh. think I'm right. He kills that. Well, how come they didn't do away with the little booger from Son of Godzilla? He was just a train wreck. What is, let's not talk about Minya, okay? I hate him. He's a little booger with huge eyeballs. He's a walking Just because you're booger. saying all this, for my birthday, I think we're going to do that on the podcast. So no. you did it to yourself. No. I was going to not do it to you, but now I might. Oh my god, I hate him. He's uh, he's got the awful. best American dubbed voice ever. He talks like this. He's like, Hey everybody, I'm Godzilla's child. It's like Gumby, but just a booger. I don't he, like him. He looks nasty. He does. Uh, you know, but would you admit that uh, in the later, the uh, I believe it's a millennium uh, era of the Godzilla films, when the Godzilla son looks cute? I mean, he does. The other version, the one that looks like a baby Godzilla, you know that one's really cute. I guess. Yeah, I guess. You know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, yeah, you're right. Not the booger. Not the booger. I don't like him. He has, like, stumpy legs. He's like... He's like a little person in a suit, and you could tell the poor person is struggling under there. It's awful. I mean, we're saying all this about Godzilla having a son, and he is the mother, so I don't know why I keep calling him the big man. I mean, I mean, he's asexual, I guess, so it doesn't even matter. It doesn't Um, matter. um, Do you remember his other son in animation form, Godzuki? (laughs) No. You don't remember Godzuki? No. He's like a he had wings and he flapped around on the animated Godzilla cartoon from Hanna Barbera. Oh, okay, okay, yes. Oh, it is. I mean, Godzilla's been through some shit. You said Hanna Barbera and it jogged my memory. Yeah, yes, yes. Godzilla's been through some shit. He's been through some versions, some interesting ideas. Yeah, yep. This, uh, this this new Godzilla looks evil he does though look when i saw the trailer i've seen it so many times because i keep watching it over and over he he looks pretty scary yeah and i've seen him look scary before but not this scary can, can we talk about this I, I think this is a really kind of important thing to talk about with uh as we're talking about godzilla films in general the last ho-ho godzilla shin godzilla i'm not counting the anime on netflix shin godzilla it might be the best Godzilla film. Do you agree mm. with this? Um, I don't know. I don't know that I do because, okay, well, you can't see me, but I'm wearing my favorite kaiju. Oh, jeez. Yeah. I didn't want to talk about our constant okay, battles. Okay, well, it's King Ghidorah. I'm obsessed with King Ghidorah. And I've never seen King Ghidorah look that good as when he was in the... What was it? The Millie Bobby Brown one? The legendary series. Yeah, that's uh, King oh of the Monsters. G- King of the Monsters. Oh, my God. That's the American Godzilla. Yeah, he looks so freaking gorgeous. I was like, so, I, I, I don't know. Anything where I can see him on screen, I love. But I, you're I, right. I did, I did have an appreciation for Shin Godzilla. Out of the American Godzilla films, yeah, King of the Monsters rocks. I, I, I do not know why it isn't as loved as it should be. Mm-hmm. The same thing with Skull Island. Those films are really good films. Yeah. I, I don't know why they get hate. They're pretty killer. There is some bad stuff with the human characters. Uh, they're a little ridiculous. But the kaiju, the directing of the, the creatures, the idea, the stylist, the way that they were able to transfer something that might be seen as goofy and ridiculous from from the 60s and 70s being turned into what they were ma- able to manage mm-hmm. is pretty stellar yeah and i do agree that uh king kong versus godzilla wasn't the best it wasn't what it could have been i think it could have been so much more but i'm gonna tell you it was visually stunning i mean there, there, was, there were some great there were some there. beautiful the Tokyo fight. i did not hate that at all yeah i mean it's the human characters weren't great uh what's his face uh stellan skarsgård is it stellan no it's um, no um oh the one from true blood <sighs> I want to say Peter. No, not it's not Peter. It doesn't matter. Uh, we're going to call him Eric. Vampire Eric. Uh, he wasn't great. Uh, oh, Alexander. Yeah, Alexander Skarsgård. Yeah, it's not Bill. The the amazing and stuff. Pennywise, yeah. Yeah, they're, they're both amazing. Um, yeah, that's unfortunate. But uh, I really feel, as a film goes, Shin Godzilla is a very good film. It is completely different when you expect it's more about people dealing with a tragedy 
never seen another a film do that before. Mm-hmm. Uh, so impressed. That's when I'm a little like kind of excited to see this film because I kind of have a hope that they're going to do something in that sense. But again, I'm a little worried about the dramatic aspects of it kind of missing the mark. And of course, there is that um, lost in translation where we might not gravitate toward the characters because we're not understanding their point of view as well as we could. Yeah. Is this overdub, by the way? Or are we. No, I know. We're watching the subtitle. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. So. I don't think there's even a choice. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. I mean, mm. the sub, uh, the dubbing for a lot of these movies definitely gives another element to it. But the goofy ones, I'm hoping this will be more of a dramatic film. Yeah. I, I mean, can't imagine that this film will even hit Shin Godzilla's. You don't think it's going to be as good? I don't even think it could be possible. I don't know, man. I, I disagree with this. I love seeing the evolution of Godzilla. I love seeing, especially in Shin Godzilla, it was really good the way they Yeah, a lot of people are laughing it. about it when it looks like the googly eyes, but yeah. um, anybody's ever seen like tadpoles and stuff like that, mm-hmm. that is a... <laughs> they it's nailed a good it. representation of um, that. Yeah. But there, that scene, when Godzilla first uses his uh, atomic breath, mm-hmm. you know, when he first uses that and shoots out of his back with the purple lasers... Mm-hmm. It's incredible. I'm there is no scene His like that. The music that's back playing lights up. Oh, it's beautiful. It's, I mean, just anything with him on screen. I mean, yeah. he's just he's just beautiful and breathtaking to look at. And um, I, I mean, I'm I'm stoked no matter what. I am going into this not thinking it's going to be as good as Shin Godzilla either, simply because I think that they're going to do too much human. Uh, in, too too much of the human yeah, crap. Yeah, we got to say that real quick too. Uh, a lot of people seem jar like it's always jarring for a lot of people to hear this. But if people watch Godzilla films and they're always like, "There's not much Godzilla in these Godzilla films." Like especially the American one. I remember the one with Brian Cranston. Mm-hmm. Uh, everybody was like, "Godzilla's not even in it." I'm like, "Well, you've never seen a Godzilla film before because Godzilla has, is never." In his own films. He literally has like 10 minutes of screen time in all his films. The movies that followed the Bryan Cranston um, legendary Godzilla film, after that, those movies Mm -hmm. have Godzilla so heavy. Mm -hmm. That's why, again, I'm like, people are never satisfied with Godzilla. I don't understand it. If you watch all the old Godzilla films, it's more about people. It's always been a people in the, the world where kaiju exist and so this film might be the same and i think we have to be ready for that yeah um that's why in the uh shin godzilla works so well because the moments he does pop up are really like they stand out and they're really like um shocking you know yeah i i I mean it's any scene it doesn't matter which movie you're watching either it's from like 1954 or you know 2019 or whatever any time he appears on screen, it is epic. It takes you completely out of the moment that you're in with, like, the human element and brings you to that giddy, childlike state where you're like, oh, my God. Because <laughs> I get like that, especially when I saw um, Mothra and I saw King Ghidorah and all that on screen yeah. when it, with the, you know, the special effects and redone and stuff. I lost my shit. I could not believe how gorgeous yeah. my eyeballs were just feasting on it. It was just gorgeous. <laughs> so either way, going into this movie, um, I'm pretty sure that I'm going to come out with at least a six. I'm going yeah. with more than that. I think I'm going to come out with a seven. But I'll be shocked. I don't know. I think I'm, I think I'm going to have a good time with this. I, I am actually very, I have a positive outlook. Which oh, is, I, I just want to see Godzilla on the big screen. for me. It's just yeah. incredible that we get these chances. It This is also, I would guess I wish you would point out as well, this is one of those times where we're kind of used to it now that he's digital. Yes. Uh, Toho, though, is not very known for digitally making him. They usually use practical effects. I don't to know if they Godzilla. can do that here. Again, I think we're going full digital. Yes. For the, like, I don't know. I think in Shin Godzilla, it's like a mix. But here... I think it's going to be full digital, and I don't know how that's going to feel. I don't know. Because that uncanny valley for him scares scares me. We're going to have to go in with a positive outlook and, like, an open mind. Because this is, you know, you know, Toho started out in the 1950s with this. So you have to understand they're going to have to evolve with the times. Yeah, that's true. You know? Oh, of course. Of course. I just don't know how much of those special effects will look 
well enough. Anyways, let's go check out the movie and let the hammering subside. Godzilla. Minus one. Hello, everybody. Well, welcome back. We're back. We're back. We just saw a movie. It was a much longer movie than I ever expected, but that's probably because the movie started late. I think we had like 200 advertisements beforehand, and then the film started, but we are after a very long movie. I don't know how long it was. What do you think? Like two or two half, maybe? No, it was two hours and five minutes. Wow. So then it did start... It started an later. An hour late. Yeah, it started later. Yeah, so... Yeah, that's, uh, that's crazy. I actually thought, man, this is a long film then. Well, it was supposed to start at 7, I think 7.05, but it didn't actually start until 7.40. Okay. Yeah, so we were on a delay because of whatever. But Yeah, yeah. whatever. Uh, yeah, okay, so what do you want to do? You want to start first? or No, absolutely not. This is your thing. This is your love. This is your passion. This is your big guy. Look, everybody, uh, I, I didn't say it in the opening probably was, uh, I'm, if you haven't heard some of our episodes already, I'm a big Godzilla fan. I've watched these movies since I was a kid obsessively, almost every weekend. Uh, and I've been a big fan of it, and I've seen every film about billion times. So here we are with the 37th movie, like I said in the opening. And look, I'll say this, Godzilla it works the best he is the best when he's kind of like a metaphor for something and that's why the the original uh gorgira uh from 54 works so well it was more about a metaphor for like that post atomic bomb you know that whole fear of you know the bomb Mm-hmm. and what it could cause. It was also in that atomic age where all films were coming out with this atomic fear. And I think the Shin Godzilla also does that very well, where they basically used him for more of how our society deals with tragedy and natural disasters. So here we are with this film. Oh, and, and I'll say this, the counter to that, the counterweight to what Godzilla is, he, he works the best when you're talking about good film in those metaphors. When you're talking about like a really good movie. And he then he's got the counterweight where he works good as a cheesy, fun camp fest. When he's a, rubber, a man in a suit doing wrestling moves. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so there's two kinds of Godzilla films. And there's those kind of things. And so here we are with it more in this side of the first part, where it's actually taking itself very seriously, and it's a metaphor. This time around, the movie is a metaphor for fear. And it's about our fears, uh, the the things that we, we can't get over, the tragedies, the aspects of our lives that we can't, that we want to change, but we can't. And it's fighting the ghosts of those tragedies and those pasts and those nightmares and those fears. And let me tell you, the half, first half an hour to 40 minutes are amazing. Some great use of fear. Uh, Godzilla is terrifying in the first 45 minutes. Yeah. I, I think I'm getting that, Rob, or maybe 30 to 40 minutes. The treating him like this, just a fear. And ha- there's a whole aspect of the movie where it's almost Jaws. Where there's a boat crew in the water having to deal with this thing. And in experiencing that for the first time through that and seeing the way that Godzilla's handled in that aspect is awesome. Some really, really awesome done stuff. I mean, Godzilla looks terrifying. The way that they used him with sound and the water and just the aspect of seeing these actors having to deal with what they're looking at is pretty damn incredible for 
I haven't seen it yet. And even the American films haven't really dealt with that well. They've kind of always played him as a hero. The American films are going out of the way to play him as a hero. Toho's always kind of dealt with that on both sides. They're always like, is he a hero? Is he a villain? When they want to make him a villain, they nail it. They, they, they can make him really creepy. And I think there's no, there's, there's no exception here. He's a, he is scary in this movie. He's absolutely terrifying. Yes. Now I will say with that being said, the latter half gets into an area that is way too over. I want to, I'm going to try to find the word here. It's, it's kind of over in the side of fluffy and a little too embellishing on its emotional side. And it feels almost hallmarky in a sense. In a, it's a, a maybe a little too much. And it sucks because there are moments throughout that are to throw that half that are pretty amazing. They even try to replicate scenes from the original with uh, Godzilla eating a train, mm-hmm. which is straight up from the original. But in which this I time, loved. I it, loved it. In, in the original, it was at night, and here it was day. But people don't react to this thing in this part of the movie in any way, shape, or form like they should be. Like, people do not scream. People are panicking and running, but people are taking it pretty well. And it kind of bothered me. It kind of took me out of the scenes. I'll agree with that, um, but only halfway, simply because they, they didn't even know. It just came out of nowhere, completely blindsided. So it was almost like he he grabbed that train and he's thrashing about and messing up buildings and stuff. And they didn't have, I feel like they just didn't have time to react. It was like one of those moments where like, you know, you see something and you're just, you're frozen in time because you can't believe what you're seeing. Yes. And I think there's two ways you do that. You do show that, but you also show peer, fear and panic. I think and they showed the panic pretty well. I think they show panic in the sense of people running. But um, there's a character that's uh, like one of the main characters in the movie is in this train. Right. And when she sees this thing coming, her reaction is, oh, is that Godzilla? Yeah. And I'm like, you're seeing a fucking monster the size of buildings. Yeah. And it, you, I feel like that she, should have been a scream. She, pro- I mean, most and anyone probably would have seen that and just like freaking fainted. I mean, I know I would. If I've seen Godzilla walking towards me and I'm sitting on a train, I'm sitting anywhere. Yeah. I would have fainted. Then that's when you bring acting in the face. like, And, th- and, th- and that's the thing with uh, Japanese movies in particular. They, um, if any, everybody's a big fan of anime, right? And the, the, the problem with anime to me, and, and I know you definitely have this problem, Joe. Um, I'll, the reason that sometimes we can't connect with anime is that emotions are so times 30 that you can't, you can't digest it. It's very hard to emotionally connect or find anything resonant, you know, like that resonates with you. When it's so hyped up and so out of the norm that it's hard. And I said that in the before, will there be a disconnect? And I definitely think when you see these movies, uh, Japanese movies in particular, their emotions are very extreme. And sometimes it's hard for American audiences to uh, associate with it because manners are totally different, you know, uh, the way that people will react to certain things are totally different. I mean, in this movie, there's many scenes of headbutting desks is a, please listen to me. And it's, it's, I could see it being jarring, jarring for some, but sometimes the emotion isn't where it should be, where it should. And that scene when she's on the bus and she in the train and she sees him for the first time, instead of saying, Oh, is that Godzilla? You know, maybe show the acting, the extreme emotion, which the lead actor is, I mean, he's dialing it up. I mean, he in this movie, the lead actor of this film is emotionally 
times a thousand. I will say in that first half, the theme of what's going on with this character connected with me all the way. I could, I was very surprised that I thought, well, this is a ballsy movie talking about the way that, that they do war and how terrible their practices of war were and how they thought that kamikaze was the way to go. And then you just elected somebody, hey, you're going to go do that. And you yeah. have to do it. And it's honorable to do it. Uh, to show that and wrap a movie around that, very interesting. But would you admit that that second half, especially the, uh, like, trying to stop hit Godzilla, gets very corny? I do agree with you in the last, I would say, the last 30 minutes of the movie kind of, I started to feel the the dragginess of it. I think that they added in too much of the human element where, trust me, I love the human element in these movies and I, I, I really do appreciate the human element, but I feel that this movie took that to the 11th degree. Um, I feel like they put too much of it and oversaturated the film where, you know, we, we saw this terrifying monster come out of the, the water and we're supposed to, you know, be completely in awe and in terror and freak out. And, and you know, when we see him and that lasts about 20 seconds and then we're back to the human element again and it just takes you to a different place. Like it just keeps taking you in and out, in and out, in and out. Um, to answer your question, yes, that I agree with that 100%. I feel like it got a little bit corny, like a little bit um, kind of cartoonish at the end with, the, you know, trying to, you know, I guess wrap up the movie. It's kind of just like so buddy. Like, yeah. It's so, it's like yeah. the movie is going for cheer moments Yeah, when I don't think it really connects on the level that they want it to. But I wanted to add to what you just saying with, uh, I actually usually don't like the human aspect of Godzilla films very much. And they are usually 90% of the Godzilla films. I like some of it. And when it's done well, I it's do. It's very rare. And uh, again, that adds to that, that balancing act between the two types of Godzilla films that mm -hmm. there have ever been. I don't like the human aspect in those corny ones. You know, the corny ones, you don't want it. You just want to watch Monsters Wrestle. You don't really care. That's true. I mean, you don't um, need it. But yeah. they have to add humans, you know, in these movies because, I mean, it's just something they've always done. Well, yeah, it's a way to cut costs. But on all the miniatures and all the things that they're doing, I get it. Uh, but what I was about to say was that the human aspect only works in the other version of Godzilla. The one that's a metaphor. The one that's about that. That's why I like it. Godzilla shouldn't Godzilla shouldn't be the wrestling thing unless that's what you're going for. Mm -hmm. And I think the American films are kind of tilting toward that. And that's why I get so mad with an human aspect isn't that great. Because if you're going to do a 50-50, you have to do one or the other more. You have to really take your humans serious if you're going to do that or you're going to take the monster fighting serious. And uh, the, the American movies are trying so hard to do that. And I think failing on the human aspect. But the Toho movies, when they want to do the human stuff, I think it works well. I, I thought that this, the dynamic between the characters here, was interesting. I was actually invested in them. To a fault. And that second half and that last half, and, and particularly what happens in the very end is kind of one of those moments where you go, this shit better not happen. <laughs> and when it, and it does, you're like, okay, that's not for me mm -hmm. because it's too, too like a, I, I, too fluffy, too happy, too weird in a movie of like this. I agree. I feel like there, the, although there was carnage, because it's Godzilla, I feel like you didn't get the gut-wrenching pain of it all 
because there were so many fluffy moments, like you said. Uh, there, This one, I, I feel like the human aspect was completely just taking over the film. I don't like that. I like when there is human elements. Um, like that little boy in the original, he's adorable. We care about him. Um, you know, there's... I think he might have been in the, the original, the little boy. Um, but... I care about like you know the which one boy? I'm thinking Jet Jaguar. <laughs> what no. boy? Maybe I'm thinking of not yeah. the original. There's so many. The original but... movie dealt with humans all the way, trying to. It was um, particularly about the person trying to kill Godzilla. Yeah. So yeah. That, this is very close to that. Yeah. There's one. There's one or two that have like little kids involved and stuff, and he's like the hero. Godzilla's the hero. Oh, that's the hero stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that I, I like. I mean, it's fluffy, but I do like it. I, I feel in this movie, though, like, you want to see Godzilla just tear shit up um, with just kind of, like, minor elements of human stuff. Really? I mean, yeah, because then how would movie? This movie wouldn't have been anything. I, I, I get that, but, like, in, like, King Kong versus Godzilla and stuff, like, it was just complete, like, they just tore shit up, you know? Unfortunately, like, there's characters in there, and they're not good. Yeah. I mean, there is, but I mean, it, it was more carnage than I, this one. Yeah, because again, this is more of a metaphor. This is more about the humans. It's not supposed to be about Godzilla. It's only called Godzilla because he is the fear. Right. He he is the embody, embodiment of this person's fear. And yeah. that's what it's supposed to be about, overcoming that fear. Uh, that's where I get a little mad because while that metaphor works really well in the opening of this film, there's a point where the character in that journey feels forced into the plot. It's almost like they had a second thought and they were like, damn, how do we now, we had a cool metaphor. We have a great first hour. Now, how do we do the second hour? Well, it, where it still adds the character in. And I think that's where they struggled because when that, that character basically is just like, can this work? No, I'm out. <laughs> and then he's like, I'm back. Mm-hmm. And now, I'm, and oh, this is going to work out. And now this is going to be forced into the plot. <sighs> Bless Excuse you. me, I just sneezed. I'm trying to. <laughs> I was trying to sneeze into my blanket. Didn't work. Um, but yeah, I and, I agree with I agree with that. Yeah, I I think that's the the big the big takeaway for me. Okay. Uh, I, I got to ask you this too. Um, how did you feel about the use of the original score? Okay, I was just going to bring that up. I'm really glad you brought it up because I. When, let's face it, when he landed on, um, you know, on on soil, and he's he's in the city, and he's about to tear shit up, and that music started, I was like, hell yeah! It kicked in for you emotionally. It, it rang it, with it, you. All the feels came in, and I was like, oh, all the feels are here. Like I'm, I'm just, I'm digging this. I, I just, when you hear that music, and you know that shit's gonna start getting fucked up. I was like, yeah, baby. I kind of like got giddy, you know? <laughs> I did. I really right. got giddy. I, I, I have that. I, ever since I met you, you have brought Godzilla into my life and like made it like a way of life for us almost. Like, because we have so, we've seen every single one. We have DVDs, we have collectibles. We are a Godzilla family. And I have seen them all. And I, I feel like every time I hear that, like, score, that, that music starts, it just gives me, like, you know, a feeling. And I just love it. And I didn't think they were going to do that here. I thought they were going to change it, but they didn't. They really kept it true to the whole thing. And I was like, all right, yeah, I'm, I'm feeling this. I think this might come as a shock to you, but it kind of uh, didn't work for me. Wow. Yeah, I, I really love the score. I've always loved his theme, uh, but for some reason, it took me out of the moments because I felt like it just kicked in to say nostalgia, and well, I yeah. think yeah, I, I, it just because it doesn't happen the first few times you see him, and the whole boat, like the Jaws thing I was talking about before, yeah, they don't do any of the score there, and it no. works really well. I mean, he is terrifying in those scenes yeah but i just feel like i feel the complete opposite of you i feel like when he steps into that city and you see his foot come down and you know that it's just on right now and that music hits 
it just get, I'm like, ooh, you know, like I just got excited. I got excited. Yeah. Just did the, the opposite. Well, it's the nostalgia thing. I, I yeah. And I get that. And I know that's exactly what they were going for, even while trying to replicate the train. They're playing the music and everything. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, I know what they're going for here. And they're trying really hard to do what the old movie did. But I can't help but notice that the water, like the first parts with him, the terrifying opening with him, like all of that stuff for some reason worked better than when they were trying to do the nostalgia factor. Okay. Uh, like I enjoy seeing him too because I, I like the idea of how creepy he is, but I found it creepier when you let, you knew less about him. Okay, I can and understand that. Him coming out in the dark on the beach and in and, and, and the opening of this movie is pretty different for him, for yeah. Godzilla films. And I like that. It and was different. It was it was it was very menacing and terrifying to yeah. see him like that. And the entire boat chase with him, I just think this feels so different and so creepy. And on the, I'm on the edge of my seat because I do not know what's about to happen. Then when he, it's right when he comes onto the city, is where I started feeling, okay, now we're kind of treading in waters we already know. And we've already seen and we've already done. And at that part, it's where you basically are like, well, you can't do anything that new here. And, and it's funny because... No, not after 30-something movies. That's what I'm saying. 37 films, you start getting to the point where you're like, well, can they top it? Can they change it? And for the first half, I was like, they, they are. Mm-hmm. They're doing something different. They're taking it in a new approach. They're doing creepy things with him. And hey, congratulations for making him scary. Oh, he was terrifying. I mean, truly scary. I mean, like he was freaky very, yeah, when he first shows scary. up in this. Uh, and like I said in that boat scene, it is it is very on the edge of your seat. But when he shows up in the city, you already feel like okay, this is way too familiar. Right, but then you know the music hits and it takes you into that nostalgia that, factor, yeah. and you're like, if you like that, okay, kind of thing. yeah. But I have seen better destructive scenes in the older ones, you know, where there's a guy in a suit, you know, yeah. even though we know they're miniatures and he's just tearing up a little thing and just walking through a miniature set. It still had yeah. a different feel than what we were looking at in this one. This one was like all CG. It was just um, a little too. It felt like an earthquake was happening, you know? It didn't feel like there was, like, a creature terrorizing a city. It was just there, a will... lot of blowback and a lot of shards of buildings falling. But it, it didn't have the same feel um, as, like, the original one with the guy in the suit. I thought that was, you know, even though it's cheesy and silly and it was so long ago that their special effects were just very practical. Yeah. I um, mean, that's the uncanny valley where your mind just doesn't it tells you this is fake this is fake yeah whereas when you see a practical fact like managers and stuff like that your mind is computing it going oh they did this yeah and i get excited too because i love tiny things so every time i see like miniatures anything i like freak out yeah and uh, i love that so it's so stupid i know yes i'm an idiot but i love tiny things so when i see a man in a godzilla suit going through this miniature set mm-hmm. and just tearing shit up it almost like makes me emotional because I'm like, no, don't break yeah. that. But in this one, when that music hit and he, you know, you saw his big foot step onto land and that music hit, you think that something is going to be so epic here. Like, yeah, because that was my first reaction. I'm like, yeah, baby. And then it just was like, eh. Oh, it sounded like you were more excited during that. Now you're saying you're, no? Well, I was excited about the music. Oh, I, but I and said... I did like the the train thing. I I liked that he he you know they recreated the train thing. Um, but it it is like you said. Like I feel like there was just a couple of smash buildings. Um, I, I don't know. One I in mean... particular, I have to point out that uh, one that I thought actually did work really well was they did reporters watching from a building as Godzilla's just walking around and he's mad because there's stuff in his way. And and I I really dug that. And I also dug these reporters starting like then having to be affected 
by the building. Yeah, see, that's the thing. And I was like, I kind of like that scene. I'm the complete opposite of you there. Because I thought that was the most cheesy, ridiculous thing. Now, anyone in their right mind that sees this thing, and, and it's literally inches away from your face, literally inches away from your face, the guy even makes note and says, oh, he's getting a little too close now. Let me tell you something. If this thing is 7,000 feet away from me, I would still be running the other direction. He was like on top of these reporters, and they're like, "Oh, let me get a let me get a shot of this." Well, get- says the person who lives in a in a in a state where, and during a hurricane, every single reporter almost dies. The wind is literally blowing yeah, oh, right here in the street. Yeah. So I I mean, and also this is a movie about how these people have duty. Like that's the thing that. I have to follow my duty. I get that. And then these are people like, I have to report. I get that, but I would also shit my pants at the oh, same time. Absolutely, I and mean, I kind of like that. It was just kind of showing you, like... And I did think... Yes, and, and my biggest problem was just how little people reacted to those scenes. It, yeah. it's, it was a big problem with me. But I think even more so was the the completely fluffy ending the completely heartfelt stuff that the movie was trying to go for within the last half even mm-hmm. doing a, a false narrator type thing where they're showing a scene and then they show us at the end no there was more scenes there you didn't see Th- that kind of stuff just does not work for me and took me out of it but i did not hate this film i i didn't hate it even in the slightest i actually thought this is pretty damn good so even for that corny stuff for Godzilla movies, it it had heart, it had an interesting message, and it did some new stuff. And uh, for the first time, I found him truly scary since I was a kid. Okay, so what's your score? That's tough. Well, I'll tell you, I mean, I, I really did like this movie too. I thought that there was a little bit too much human you know, things going on with, you know, the the characters. But I thought this was well acted. I liked the main guy. I thought his um, five main cohorts that he had in the movie were great. Mm-hmm. I, I thought that um, they all acted very well with their faces. And they're, I mean... They're, they're giving it their all. They are. They're bringing it. They were they bringing were it. They were great. Yeah. Their fear, everything showed in their faces. I mean, if, if I was on a boat and I saw this thing, yeah. I, I would, oh, yeah. yeah. That those faces say it all. Like they really, it was good acting. It was really good acting. Um, but like the human aspect was just a smidge too much, and there was not enough city carnage for me personally. <laughs> but I did like it. I like this movie. Yeah, and and I will say that I did think in the be- beforehand. I think I said something about the digital effects maybe worrying about it a little bit. Um, there are some scenes that feel oh, very digital, very like CG'd, yeah. but other scenes really look good. In in particular, Godzilla's atomic blast. When he freaking lights up, oh my God. Pretty freaking incredible. It looking. was beautiful. It was absolutely beautiful. Now, there are some really beautiful scenes in this movie. I say go see this movie. I think this this one was good. It I think really for good. people who enjoy these kind of films, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, but then there's a lot of people that will be like, okay, it's too too much with the the drama. There's too oh, much drama. Definitely. And I know there was another uh, couple people in the in the audience with us and I and I, I know that they were giggling because they again, that loss in translation type thing does not connect with a lot of people. I, I get it. and it is just like how I'm sure every other country looks at like an American movie and goes, Jesus, what the yeah. hell? This is how they are. Well, I feel like it's doing good because I I just read that this movie had a fifteen million dollar budget, U.S. dollars. Um, so fifteen? Huh. Yes, but it already made twenty three. Oh well, that's awesome. So yeah, I mean, um, it made its money back for sure. That's interesting. Fifteen, Jesus, that was amazing. Uh, this I mean, movie looked that, incredible. What's that in yen? <laughs> I mean, I don't know what that is. In Who yen. knows? So, what do you give it at a ten? Seven. That's exactly where I was going to go. I really like it. I really liked it. I had a good time. Like, there's some things that bothered me, but overall, as a film, sitting there watching it, I was like, yeah, there were times where I got giddy. There were times where I got scared. Sometimes I couldn't sit still because I was like, oh, crap. You know, I like this dude. I don't want him to get yeah, it. I... And um, 
you know that and, first hour yeah and he lit up freaking the freaking awesome sky and shit and i was like this is badass i mean yeah i could have gone with a little bit more of destruction of tokyo like the original ones but um they were not even in tokyo i don't think this time they were on like an island but no it's tokyo was it tokyo yeah Unless you're thinking about the opening of the movie. Well, maybe I'm thinking uh, of the opening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, so, yeah, there just wasn't a lot of City Carnage, which I, I'm used to. But I yeah. feel like this is fun. We don't do point systems. No. Uh, we try to do it right to the stars. I do feel like it would, if I did a point system, it definitely would have been in the higher sixes. You know? I yeah. feel like it's just on the border of that seven. But I do enjoy. The, I did enjoy myself. I I really. We, I'm lucky. We 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 did have great sound, and a great picture. Yeah. So it it, it helped. It. I can only imagine some people are seeing it in that 4D with the shaking boxes and all that kind of crap. That must they must have been all over the damn place. I mean, they must have really felt it because. Yeah, I like that. I like that we watched it in the um, what do you call that theater again? I forget. Oh, ours is a screen X. Screen X, yeah. I, it, it wasn't necessary, but it still it added a little it bit. It added a little something. Um, yeah, 1.4 billion yen. That's how much it earned. So I don't, I mean, I don't know what that is in American dollars. I guess it's 23 million in American well, dollars. Look it up later. Uh, so yeah, I mean, that's, uh, yeah. We watched a new Godzilla film. No matter what, um, I feel like I won. I, mean, I got to see. yeah. I got to see the big man on the big screen again and from the studio that invented him. And that is killer. The fact that that studio still owns it and still does it really cool. It, it's, it's, it's astounding. I love it. I'm so happy for Toho. It seems like they're doing great. So. And, and as far as we can tell, we were talking about this, uh, after my in between while we went to see the movie talking about how this is the longest running franchise. Yeah, I guess it is. We believe it to be the longest running franchise. Has more movies than James Bond. Has more mo- movies than the cinematic Marvel universe. Oh, yeah. So, pretty incredible. And that the fact that, that they are still doing it is really, really stunning. And I just love it. And I can't wait for more. I honestly can't. Especially since this movie wants to tease you that they're going to keep doing it. But Shin Godzilla did that too. And they never made a sequel to it. So... Who knows? Yeah, we don't know. We'll just have to wait and see. Yeah. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. Have a good one. Go see the big man. Don't act like a big shot, Hick. You just got to town. If you want to hang around with me, you better learn some manners, huh?